what is up guys welcome to another podcast it has been a little over a week since we've last been together um in that week i went on a retreat i went to tampa florida for the ministers and leaders conference with dr rodney and that was so amazing um it was me and my dad we drove down and that was really fun um yeah that's pretty much all i did all i did that was a lot of stuff but that's what i did and i missed you guys and yeah today is wednesday so i wanted to do a worship wednesday podcast try to do it every wednesday because i love worship and i love talking about worship and it's so important and i want to talk about it together oh yeah i got my haircut too that's something that i did um, anyway, let's get started in this podcast. So, um, I want to title this Worship Wednesday in big words and then little words and the importance of remembering. Um, so, throughout the Bible, you can see lots of places where God has done so many amazing things and then the people forget that God did it, and they end up, like, praising themselves. Like, King Saul is an example. God put him on the throne there, right? And he ended up, like, praising himself and not remembering how he got there, right? He he didn't, he didn't um, praise God and thank God and remember what God did for him. And I really want to focus on the Israelites, um, because that's that's a really big one of God did something amazing, so many amazing things, and they forgot and they didn't remember. Anyway, we will get into it. So I want to start off by reading. I want to read. Sorry, there was noise there. I was moving. Okay. Um, I want to read Deuteronomy eight, starting in verse two. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. And then I'm going to go down to 11. So, why did I read that part? Hold on. I don't know. Anyway, verse 11, Deuteronomy 8, 11. But that is the time to be careful. Beware in your plenty. You do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands, regulations, and decrees that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and have built your fine homes to live in, and when your flocks and herds have become very large and your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else, be careful. Do not become proud that all... Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Do not forget that he led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its poisonous snakes and scorpions where it was so hot and dry. He gave you water from the rock. He fed you with manna from the wilderness, a food unknown to your ancestors. He did this to humble you and to test you for your own good. He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. But I assure you of this, if you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods worshiping and bowing down to them, you will certainly be destroyed, just as the Lord has had 
has destroyed other nations in your path, you will also be destroyed if you refuse to obey the Lord your God. That is one of my favorite passages, actually. It has so much in it. And I want to focus on the first part that is, but the, that is the time to be careful when, so like when you have, when you're full, when you have everything, when you're, when you've multiplied, when you have, you're filled, you're prosperous. That's the time to remember God. Do not forget him there. Because like I was talking about King Saul, we, we can get, we can get somewhere. We can pray and Okay, let me just start over. I'm getting ahead of myself. We start from the bottom. And we pray and we're with God. And when we're at the bottom, it's... Oh, God's the only thing that we can turn to. There's nothing else. Because he's the real thing, right? So, when we're at the bottom, it's... We we are, we are turn to God. We're, at, we're turned to God, right? And then we, we pray and we give and we believe. And we have faith. And we're really, really in love with him and doing all we can to please him and then he blesses us and we we get bigger and stronger and we grow and we multiply and we get more prosperous and then we get to that peak level that we were praying for not even the peak level just a high level because with god there is no peak level obviously but we get to that thing we get that thing we're believing for and then we 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 leave or we we don't remember what god has done for us And as you can see with the Israelites and with King Saul, it is a terrible mistake because remembering what God has done for you, it it's like stirs up that love for him. When you're thinking, okay, I'm here. How did I even get here? How did I get to this amazing position? Well, God took me here. God did this. God did this for me. He he saved me. He delivered me from addiction. He he saved my life. He healed me of this disease. He blessed me with this. He did this. Even if you're not at that top level, that big level, I'm saying like in everything, remember what the Lord has done for you. Right now, think, what did God do for you? Well, God delivered me from depression. He delivered me from anxiety. He delivered me from sickness. He healed me. He delivered me from... Oh, all just remember what he's done for you. He's blessed me with this and this and this and this. He gave me a car. He gave me this. All those things. And you'll begin to feel the love rise up in you. Right? Because if the Israelites would have remembered, when you when you remember what God has done for you, you'll remember what God has done for you. You'll remember, oh yeah, God does this. I can't do it. It says here, He did all this so you would never say to yourself, I have achieved this wealth with my own strength and energy. Because you didn't. And when you remember that, you'll remember, oh yes, I remember now. Without God, I am nothing. Literally, I'm nothing. I'm useless. I'm nothing. Um, Let me find John 15. Just popped into my brains and I want to find it. Matthew, Mark, John. (laughs) John 15. I want to get that um okay let's see okay so remain in me and i will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me okay for apart from me you can do nothing apart from god we can do nothing and stirring up that what he has done for you 
we'll get what we'll, you'll remember. God, you are my everything. Without you, I'm you saved me. You you raised me from the dead. You you saved me from the pit of hell. You saved me because with I'm I'm not worth this. Without you, I'm nothing. But you have called me worthy. You have called me. You you gave me a purpose, a plan, a wonderful life, and I thank you because you gave it to me. So help me today. You you know think like that. If the Israelites would have done that, instead of complaining when they just got freed from Egypt, they crossed the Red Sea, complaining, oh, we're thirsty. God literally parted the Red Sea. Do you think he can't make it rain? You know what I mean? And having faith, how much more amazing, like, praying, dear Heavenly Father, thank you that we are, you provide for us, that we will have rain. It will start raining. You know it would. He made a cloud follow them and protect them. A pillar of fire by night and a cloud of smoke by day. Remember what he has done for you. Feeding, he fed them with manna in the wilderness. A food that was unknown to their ants. Like, that literally was not a food. And they were like, we're hungry, Moses. We should have gone back to Egypt. And God still, imagine what would have happened if they would have said, God provided for us thus far. He gave us water from a rock. He can do anything. Thank you for food, that you provide us with food, our daily bread, right? He, a feast, I, a feast. Who knows what would have appeared? A Thanksgiving feast for each person. You know what I mean? Like giant wild cows so they could have steak every day. But they settled for... That still, God is so full of mercy that he still, even when they were complaining and stupid, he still blessed them abundantly. So I'm saying, remember what God has done for you. Or else, just like the Israelites, you'll be stuck wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. God got sick of it. He doesn't like it when he does amazing things. Think of, okay, think if you did something wonderful. I don't know, a bunch of things. You gave this person this and this and this and you provided for them and you let them live in your home and all this stuff just imagine that and then the person goes around saying oh there's nothing to eat here i mean uh i know you took care of me there but now i'm just there's nothing you would you know what i'm trying to say right you'd get annoyed where you're like all right here's some food oh my goodness you really don't do anything for me do you you don't even give me water i'm so thirsty i'm gonna die i should have just gone back to where i was before can you imagine you'd be like fine leave Go, I've given you all of this. Ask me for water and I'll give it to you. Do you think, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's the same thing with God. He doesn't want, he does not like it when we don't remember what he has done for us. And when we remember, when we think it stirs up our faith. So if you're in a place of doubting right now, if you're in a place of whatever, stir up that, the gift of faith, stir it up. With this, remembering, God has done this for me. He did this. And if he did this, of course he's going to do what he said he would do. Of course he's going to provide for me. All I have to do is ask. All I have to do is thank him for this because it's already mine. Right? And reading the word is also one way to remember because you can see there's a giant thick book of things God has done. He died on the cross for you. Remember that. Think of that every single day. All the things he's done for you. I'm being so repetitive, but it's important. And how does this tie back to worship? 
you may ask. Good question. Well, worship is a way to remember what God has done for you and thank him for that. Right? Because we'll go back to that um, analogy story thingy I used when you let someone into your home that you love, right? You took care of them. You saved them from this and you provided for them. They have unlimited access to your bank account and to your home and to everything and you trust them and you love them. Hold on. <coughs> I need a drink. <laughs> I'm drinking some stuff and it's drying out my throat so bad. Okay, that's better. I felt like, I don't know. It's like sandpaper in my throat. Oh, anyway, <clears throat> what was I saying? Oh, yes, the person, you love them, yada, yada, yada. I, um, and yes, okay, so, oh, hold on. Well, this is going to be a terrible podcast. What is happening? Choking on water. <laughs> One second. 